Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 7th of November 2022. We'll be covering restaking and order flow toxicity. Let's get to it. On November the 6th, Web3 developer Mia Bank shared on Twitter why Eigenlayer is important. Here are his main points. Eigenlayer is a protocol that modifies Ethereum at the base client layer in order to allow validators to rehypothecate their Ethereum stake to validate other protocols simultaneously in parallel. What this means is that you can reuse your staked Ethereum that is already being used to secure Ethereum to validate other protocols such as oracles and data availability modules. Each application will be able to define the criteria that will allow a validator to be slashed. It is important that validators perform due diligence on which apps to run. There can be a concern if a very large subset of Ethereum validators all run an application, which if vulnerable could impact Ethereum in serious ways, leading to a loss of a very large percentage of Ethereum supply. For these applications especially, governance review of slashing may be a long-term necessity to prevent a risk to the overall network. The best use cases for Eigenlayer are protocols that have a low chance of being slashed. For instance, protocols with liveness guarantees are not a good fit for Eigenlayer because there is always a high chance that a server could crash and staked could be slashed. Eigenlayer accrues tremendous value for Ethereum by allowing Ethereum stake to secure all other layers in protocols. Rollups and L2s are the future of Ethereum, where with EIP4844, Ethereum becomes essentially a DA, settlement and consensus platform for rollups. Many applications on Ethereum already have their own native token they use to secure their protocol, but it's not too late to benefit from Eigenlayer. Protocols can use the dual staking model to be secured both by staked Ethereum on Eigenlayer and their token. Eigenlayer is built on Go, and there will likely be a smart contract component to define slashing criteria. Currently, it is not possible to build on Eigenlayer, however, there will be likely to be more docs information released over time. On November the 16th, Alex, researcher at Friction, created a June panel on Uniswap. Using the data, he found some interesting conclusions, and the following are his main content. Last month, I did an analysis on order flow toxicity around the Uniswap version 3 Ethereum and USDC pools. Uniswap version 3 LPs on Ethereum and USDC have lost an estimated $100 million after fees on top of their original LP holdings. LPs in AMM profit when fees overcome impermanent loss and lose money when fees is less than impermanent loss. Impermanent loss is a DeFi term for the adverse selection that occurs when providing liquidity passively. This year, LP fees are 1 million less than IO. DeFi guy interpreted this chart in that retail should not participate in passive liquidity providing on CPA MMs due to large losses. I am personally neutral to that view, though I understand where it is coming from. LPs in Ethereum USDC are down bad year to date. Uniswap's team claimed that I am not counting fees in my analysis and that Uniswap's Ethereum and USDC pool are actually profitable by 150 million since inception, a truly mind-boggling difference. DeFi guys discovered that Uniswap had a bug in the query that was throwing out all LP buys over half of all LP trades. When correcting for their bug, their analysis looked identical to the original chart showing almost $100 million in losses to LPs marked to one day. This information and lack of truth from Uniswap has spread like a virus amongst venerated members of the DeFi community who trust the Uniswap brand and who hasn't dug into the data themselves. The truth is simply this. Capital is over-allocated to providing liquidity in the Ethereum and USDC pools. This is not a knock on AMMs or the Uniswap team. This is just a reality of the current state of the world. 
there's simply too much capital on chain looking for yield. This results in almost every opportunity yielding in negative risk premiums, Uniswap pools notwithstanding. There are over 70 plus billion of stablecoins sitting on Ethereum looking for productive use cases. There are not enough productive use cases for this capital, especially in an environment where risk-free rates are over 4%. Switching costs for liquidity is high. Most of the capital hasn't woken up to the stark reality that DeFi is a teenager going through puberty confused about its own identity. We are sitting on a blessing of capital that most of the DeFi community is taking for granted. DeFi is racing against time trying to convince this capital to stay. Innovation, creativity, and real productive use cases are necessary for the ecosystem to survive. We cannot rest on our laurels because DeFi is nowhere near a sustainable end state. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishinventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account bishinventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishin Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.